Hello, it's Amelia here from Undercover Architect and this is episode three. In this episode, we're going to be talking about how anyone can do it. Anyone can build or renovate. So let's dive in. Welcome to Get It Right with the Undercover Architect. This is the podcast all about designing, building or renovating your home. I'm your host, Amelia Lee. Think of me as your secret ally. I am on a mission to help you create a home that makes your life better, whoever you're working with and whatever your dreams, your location or your budget. Together we'll uncover the nitty gritty of how to get it right and how to create a home that works, feels great and that you feel great in. So join me now. This episode and this season is brought to you by me and my online program, Manage Your Build. So very quickly, Manage Your Build is an online program you can join at any time and get really well equipped for the construction phase of your innovation or building project. I created it with Dwayne Pierce of DPS Constructions. He's a residential builder and we take you through stage by stage each part of your construction process. This is whether you're renovating or building, this is about you understanding what you'll expect to see on site, who you'll expect to have there, what decisions you need to make, what you'll be paying for, and how to really equip yourself so that you manage your risk, you check things off as you go, and you don't lose the opportunity to have the things that you want in your home. Don't enter your construction phase blindly, Definitely don't sign your contract blindly. Know what you need to know before you dive in so that you protect your risk, you manage your investment, and you stay sane during the construction phase. If you'd like more information about it, head to manageyourbuild.com.au and you can see all about it there. Now, what I want to talk about in this episode is something that I see get promoted a lot uh, when it comes to building and renovating, both on reality TV and online. And it's this idea that anyone can do it. Anyone can tackle a renovation or building project. Now, I do believe that anyone can do it, but I've got a bunch of caveats when it comes to that. And so for me, I think that often these caveats are missing because the people that are saying anyone can do this are often one, three, seven, nine, 20 houses, even more into their projects. And they're sharing that they were untrained, They've taken this journey and so you're able to take this journey as well. The thing is though, if you're doing your family home, chances you're only gonna do it once, maybe twice. And so chances are you really wanna get it right the first time. And what you're often seeing with this anyone can do it approach is you're seeing that they're learning on the job. Yes, they're untrained, but they're getting their training pretty much as an apprenticeship on their own projects. And I see people willing to take this on. I see people willing, you know, I've recently spoken to somebody who wants to go about doing an owner builder on their project with the view that they might become a project manager down the track and that be something that they actually do professionally. And so they see this as a good training ground. Now, that's great if that's what your long-term goal is. But if your long-term goal is to just do your, your long-term family home and you're only planning on doing it once, maybe you might do a, you know another project down the track, then you want to get it right the first time. And so for me, when you're tapping into the experience of somebody who's only done this once or twice or a handful of times, even a dozen times, you're really limiting the exposure that you get to the world of of what is possible when it comes to renovating and building. This anyone can do this approach can set people up for really poorly managed expectations about what their true capacity is around building or renovating and particularly what the true cost of building or renovating might be. 
You know, for me, I've been doing this for over 20 years now. It's almost 25, I feel super old. <laughs> um, and you know, over 250 projects, uh, mostly residential. I've also done three renovation builds of my own with my husband. I still learn things on projects. The thing is though, that as a professional who's done this for a very long time, there's a system and a process by which I approach things now. And this is a system and a process that I've used for a couple of decades. And I also tap into a network of other professionals uh, that support me in my learning. So I tap into their project experience on their projects as well. As part of my profession too, I of course have an architectural registration to keep up. I have insurance to pay and I have continuing professional development requirements. And so all of that means that I'm constantly tapped into the experience and the learnings that other people have on their projects so that I can manage risk uh, in my own projects and in my own online community. And for me, that brings a whole other, another layer, like being a professional, being an industry professional, adds a whole other layer of liability to me that I operate within as I provide advice and information for people who are designing, building and renovating their family homes. There's a standard to which I must practice, a standard to which I must perform uh, in order to deliver on the professional expectations of being an architect, being registered, having insurance, being in the industry, all of those types of things. And I feel that what happens is that um, there's industry experts and industry professionals and we're operating to very different liability levels and very different standards of expectation around our professional expertise. And what is really tricky with that is we're playing in the same swimming pool. And so it's very difficult, I think, then to um, discriminate as a homeowner to really sift and filter, okay, what am I trusting versus what, where does, you know, where does the information come from? Now, this is notwithstanding. I know, I've seen it firsthand, professionals behaving badly. I've seen professionals not serving their clients well. I've seen professionals give poor advice. I've seen professionals acting in a, in a poor fashion that's not representative of the industry. And so I don't believe that being professional means that you're immune to making mistakes or immune to not knowing all of the answers. What I do see though is the great professionals, the professionals that have been doing this for some time that are experienced, that actually hold their liability as a, as a you know as a measure of how they perform. You know, I take I take my professional status, my, you know, my industry um, profession as really seriously. So for example, you know, most bloggers who are in my space would um, have a raft of brand representations and endorsements. You may know when you see other bloggers and other online people in my space, they have got lots of brands that they, um, they work with or represent or endorse as part of what they do. I have been very conscious in the way that I've worked inside Undercover Architect to only work with brands that I know intimately over the long term will perform well for a homeowner in lots of different scenarios because I feel that professionally I'm being required to provide advice at a different level of, of I suppose expectation than just a blogger or an online expert might. So for me I think that it's really a case of really thinking about this, can anyone do this? Can anyone really do this? Um, and, and perhaps anyone can do it, but being realistic about the fact that this still goes wrong for so many people when they don't get the right guidance and advice and manage their expectations around their projects.
You know, it's something that I share a lot with industry professionals. You'll find that um, a lot of industry professionals, we they they won't watch the block or they won't watch, um, you know, house rules. Um, they won't check out YouTube videos online, those types of things, because it just, they find that they're yelling at them too much. <laughs> so I, I, you know, I enjoy watching the block because I know it's what my community are often watching and seeing and those types of things. Um, and I also, I also enjoy tempering that with, okay, what you're seeing there isn't necessarily real. What you're seeing is what's working for TV. And I think, you know, I think as a community, um, you know, you understand that. I think that when you're watching something on TV, you know that, you know, it's not really real. Like there's a lot going on for the TV cameras and there's a lot happening behind the scenes that you're not necessarily seeing. But it can be really easy to forget that when you're in the throes of your own project, when things start to go more slowly than you expected, when you get confused by decisions that are being made or you're perhaps having to make decisions and you're getting really overwhelmed. Perhaps you might be disappointed with the outcome of a space or a room because it didn't really stack to sort of how you thought it was going to look because you made a bunch of decisions on the basis of what you'd seen perhaps online or on TV. And so this can be really problematic because I feel that whilst we have an awareness that it's not real, in the practice of it, we can sometimes get a little bit lost. And so I find that, you know, what I often see when I'm watching these programs is I'm seeing that, um, I'm seeing that people are making decisions that they've never made before. They're making them for the first or the second time. And, and they're making, they're not even, they're not even aware of the mistakes they might be making because it's just not something they've ever navigated before. And this is the thing. If you're taking advice, if you've never done something before, you're not going to know what you don't know. Like that's, that's the big thing is that you don't know what you don't know and massive amounts of assumptions and mistakes and money will fall into the gaps of what you don't know. You don't know. And so when you are operating in an environment where you're outside of your comfort zone, you don't know what you don't know, and then you're looking to reality TV experts and online experts in the renovating and building space who have also learnt trial by error um, on doing projects of their own, and they don't know what they don't know, they're literally learning as they go, um, then it can just be a cocktail for a lot of problems and mistakes. Sometimes you can get it right. More often than not, though, what I see happen for people is real heartache, is real disappointment, is is a lot of challenge around misinformation, miseducation and mismanaged expectations. And so that for me is why is why this anyone can do this can be really can be really damaging for people. I've always been really clear about the fact that I don't believe that renovating and building is for everyone. I don't believe that renovating and building is necessarily easy. I do, 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 do believe that it can be simplified. I think that people make it a lot harder for themselves because they do think it's easy. They think anyone can do this, shouldn't be that big a drama. It happens on the, you know, it happens on TV all the time. Um, I can just go ahead and tackle this and hey, it's my home. You know, I can walk into a hardware and I can buy what I need off the shelf and you know, it's all accessible. Information is accessible everywhere. This should be really straightforward. And they, they, it's only until they're actually in the thick of it that they realize that it was a much bigger undertaking than they first expected, that they didn't have the expertise and the knowledge that they needed, that they've made a bunch of decisions that have got them to a place and it's very difficult to extract themselves from that now. And so that can be incredibly heartbreaking and challenging for people. But for me, 
the big thing is is that whilst I say I don't believe that it's necessarily easy I definitely do believe it can be simplified and I can promise you when you get it right it is so so worth it like the just the the beautiful benefits that come from having a home that feels great and that works for you and that is you worthy they far like nobody's ever said to me geez I wish I waited longer they've always said to me I wish I'd done this sooner and it is that it's funny I see people dance between that well anyone can do this they're telling me they don't have any training um, and you know they just had a go at it and made it work for them so surely I should be able to do this Um, but I find that lots of things get left out of that conversation things like perhaps that um, where funding might have come from so I see lots of online people who perhaps have um, funding coming from places where they've got a bit of a safety net around if they do stuff up if the renovation and building project doesn't go well that they've got a a financial safety net um, in that sort of safeguards them from those mistakes I see people who it's become their full-time job and that's a very different I'm going to talk more about that in the future um, because that's a really different process and mindset than it being something that you're trying to actually lay on top of an already very busy life Uh, and so that can really change the game for a lot of people I see too that there's lots of invisible industry professionals behind these industry experts that might get mentioned in conversation or in passing but don't necessarily get brought into the limelight and there's lots of conversation about how um, you know I people will say look I designed this but in reality they actually worked with an architect or they worked with a designer who partnered with them in designing it and who brought their expertise to the table to help them understand how to get the best out of the design now I am not dismissing I have worked with some incredible homeowners who have incredibly in like just inbuilt talent that are better than some of the crappy architects I've seen and so it's you know I think that I'm not dismissing that there are people out there who have not not done industry professional training that have incredible talent when it comes to design and selections and pulling together a beautiful home so that certainly happens but I feel that when you're navigating something that you've never done before or you've only done once or you know once before that to tap into the expertise and professionalism of an industry person who has liability has professional status and standards and and has and is is networked in to a huge knowledge base of experience that they can bring to your project then it really overlays that anyone can do this with anyone can do this when they've got the right support and the right uh, knowledge and guidance behind them and when they can tap into a wealth of experience so even though they're doing it for the first time they're tapping into people who've done it hundreds of times on projects like theirs and for me that's what true success is and that's what really is the caveat behind anyone can do this and when you start to actually peel off the layers of these industry experts and understand who their professional team is that's actually behind them you will find architects and interior designers and you know specialist even specialist designers at the supply places that they go to who've helped them piece together schemes and those types of things you know I think it was maybe eight or nine seasons of the block before we actually got to meet the architect that had been working on the block since the start. And that architect would have been involved for like 
you know, I look at some of those buildings and having worked for a developer for a long time and knowing the feasibility exercises, the validation exercises that go into a property play like that. So you're not only looking at several different types of sites, you're looking at the different planning codes that go with each of those types of sites. You're looking at what the potential yield or potential kind of the number of, of widgets or houses or units that you could fit into whatever is on that site. You're looking at what the planning processes will be, the timeframes you're doing different design options, you know, you're basically doing all of this as a quick and, you know, very quick, but very involved analysis as you move through on different sites that you might be assessing as to whether they're worthwhile. And then what you'll be doing is you'll also be looking, okay, well, based on that, that property might be worth buying that much for, and we're going to have to spend that much on renovating. And this is what it's going to look like. And, you know, all of these jigsaw pieces coming together just in that beginning phase of testing which site to buy, then let alone you go about buying the site, you know, for something like the block, they've bought the site and then they start actually having to do the development application to get approval to build what the people on the block then go about building or renovating. And so they're doing that and they're basically bringing, you know, all of that together. And that might be at least 12 months in terms of negotiations with council, um, getting the design approved, running the design through Channel 9's own, obviously, processes, looking at how that all works and then getting it through council and then getting it set up for the actual show. And as part of the show, you know, they're doing demolition on site before they start. They're getting a whole heap of services infrastructure in place. There's a whole heap of work that obviously goes on on the building whilst the individual contestants are doing the individual units. And I like none of this is going to be a surprise to you. But the big thing that I'd love to you to really think about are who are all of the industry professionals that are involved before those people even turn up on site. You know, there'll be an architect, there'll be a structural engineer, there may even be a hydraulic engineer, there's a town planner, there might be an electrical engineer, there, you know, there's a certifier, there's all these different professionals that are involved and they'll also be involved behind the scenes. So you might only be seeing the architect walk on site, but there'll be a certifier doing inspections to make sure that specific things are happening so that the builder can then get their building approval for those finished units. And it's, you know, it's all operating under a builder's license. And like, there's just so many layers of stuff. I know that there's people out there in the online renovating space who have architects that work with them on their designs, but they're presenting their designs as their own. And it's, that's really problematic, I think, because what that's leading to is a, a difficulty for then the people that join those communities and follow those people to really look at, okay, if this person has come up with a design, why can't I come up with a design like this? They said that anybody can do this. And, you know, there's this challenge around, well, if they, they can do this and I should be able to do it, and then perhaps you, you find that you can't, it's not as easy for you. And what you don't understand is that it's actually been, you know, directly facilitated by a design professional who's really made that come to life. One of the key things around understanding the process of getting something built or renovated is the, necess the necessity for drawings and very well-drawn drawings. And that does take skill. That does take industry training. Not anyone can draw a set of plans for construction and a set of plans for planning approval. And so it's really like somewhere along the line, industry professionals will be required. And these industry experts what I find they're often doing is it's only once you start to actually get really involved that you start to understand how many industry professionals they're actually using and 
you know, what they're actually teaching is very similar to what industry professionals are teaching, that you need to pull the right team together. Anyone can do this with the right team and the right expertise and the right guidance in place. But that is held back in that initial conversation because you see it's them on the end of a paintbrush or standing with a tile on site or being the one discussing things with the builder or those types of things. And so I just really encourage you, anytime somebody's saying anyone can do this, start to look at, okay, who do you actually have on your support team? How are you getting the advice and the knowledge that you need to make this project happen? Have you learned about your projects on a trial by error basis? You know, because... I'm doing this once for my own beautiful family home and I don't want to stuff it up. I don't want to get it wrong. I want to get it right the first time I do it. And really think about how you can simplify your project. As I said, I believe anyone can do this with the right team around them, with the right team supporting them and guiding them and meeting them where their needs are at and complementing what they bring as the homeowner to the table with the expertise that they need to bring their dreams to reality. You as the homeowner are an invested and incredibly important team player in making your project dreams happen and you can complement your dreams with the expertise of industry professionals who will help you manage your risk, will help you bring to life those dreams in a deliverable way, in a way that creates a home that feels great and that functions really well and that will be durable and you know, sustainable over the long term. And for me, I think that understanding that and really seeing through the filter of anyone can do this whenever you're examining, you know, online, TV, any type of building or renovating that you might be gaining inspiration and advice from, just really think, okay, what industry professionals would really bolster my knowledge around this uh, conversation and how can I simplify my own project so that you know, I know that I'm getting this right the first time and I'm creating a home that will be worth the effort and the investment that I'm about to put into it. Thanks again so much for joining me. I hope that you're enjoying these conversations and you're finding them helpful. Please let me know. Send me an email at hello at undercoverarchitect.com or send me a message on Facebook or Instagram. I love hearing feedback on the podcast and on the YouTube channel. You can always comment below on the YouTube channel and let me know what you're thinking. These conversations for me are really, they're still nerve wracking for me to have with you. You know, they're still nerve wracking and uh, still a little overwhelming for me to be talking about. I think it's just purely because I'm so passionate about you getting, about you getting it right the first time. I really like, I just, you know, it's, it's just so like the, the process of building and renovating can be enjoyable. It can be awesome. You don't have to learn by trial and error. You can get this right. You can create whatever budget on. You can create a beautiful home that suits you and your family and that's you worthy and that is a beautiful place for you to live and make memories in. And so I really hope that these conversations are helping you feel more supported and guided in that way and will help you sift and filter the advice and the knowledge you need for you to be able to get it right. Now, before I go, I'm going to do another shout out on a podcast review. This time is from... 
Mealsy. <laughs> That's what my friends call me, Mealsy, but I didn't write this one. It's actually spelled a little bit differently. I had a girlfriend who couldn't pronounce the name Amelia when she was little. She's still one of my very good friends and she nicknamed me Meals when I was about five and it stuck and it sometimes gets extended into Mealsy. So uh, this Mealsy has said very valuable resource, five stars. Amelia has done an incredible job of covering every aspect of building and renovating with lots of practical, easy to understand information. Her little tips and tricks are so helpful and she's talked about so many things that I would never thought of or considered without this podcast. Absolutely do not start a building or renovation project without listening to this first. Thank you so much, Mealsy, for a beautiful review. If you're listening to the podcast, please go ahead and leave a review on iTunes. I know Apple did not make it easy, but I'm very grateful for every review that gets left. And you never know, you might hear your name get read out. Your name get read out and your review get read out on the podcast at a later date. Thank you so much for joining me and for letting me be your secret ally. Until next time, bye.